Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Monday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Who this? <laughs> good, good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the, in the App Store, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Hey. Hey, how's it, welcome how's back. How's it going, ladies? Welcome back to the Thank office. Or Thank you very much. <laughs> He's not to your basement. To his basement. <laughs> welcome back to your basement. <laughs> Thank you very much. I took uh, last week off just to get some R&R, mm-hmm. which is uh, rest and relaxation. I did a lot of relaxation. I didn't go on Facebook. I went on Facebook once last week. What? Once. Yeah, really? Right. Isn't posted... that usually your relaxation? <laughs> no, I. but it causes me so much frustration on Facebook, so I just put the phone down, did other things, binge-watched a ton of shows. I don't believe that. <laughs> no, I swear. I only posted one thing on Facebook last week. You can check. You might have w- only posted one thing. But that's How many times did Facebook? you tweet, though? <laughs> I tweeted a couple of times. How but... many times were you on Instagram, though? <laughs> well, I, I only posted once last week on Instagram. Okay. Anyways, uh, so I did a lot of R&R, went to Montreal to see my mother, and that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to, to Montreal. I spent last Wednesday there. I said, I'm going to come to Montreal. I'm going to take you to lunch, and then I'm going back. She's like, no problem. So I, I roll into Montreal. Everything's on time. Everything is perfect. So I, I go to take her for lunch for Suvlaki. We get out of the car, and this message pops up on, on my dashboard saying, you've, you've got uh, low PSI in your front, uh, mm, in your front tire. So I'm like, low PSI, what? So I go and look at the tire, and lo and behold, there's a giant nail in the tire. Ah, uh, no. So I'm like, ah, oh, frig. So I, I, I go into, into the restaurant, and we're sitting there with my mother. And I said, Mom, what do I do? And uh, my mother says, just go to this place that I went to last fall, and they replaced it for like 30 bucks. I'm like, what? So I said to my mother, I said, okay, what's the name of the place? I'll call them, give them heads up, because these places are busy. And I can't walk in, be, be taken right away. I don't remember the name of the place. I'm like, really, mother? You were there last fall. Like, is it is it speedy? Is it Midas? What is it? I don't know. If you take me there, I I, I can show you where it is. <sighs> so after lunch, great lunch, um, we were driving around. She's like, uh, make a left here, make a right here. So we finally found the place, and it was five minutes from from where she lives. So I walk in, and I don't know anybody there, and I need them to take care of my car now because I don't want to sit there and wait two hours. And you don't want to stay overnight with your mother because you never yes, do. <laughs> exactly. I love my mother, but I can't do, I can't do an overnighter. So I say to the lady, hi, uh, my mother was here last fall and she got her tire replaced and she said, you guys were amazing. So right away, the lady's, light, uh, lady's eyes light up. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I said, can I get somebody to please do my car? I can't wait uh, any, any longer. I have to go back to Ottawa. So the husband is there, and he's coming in from the garage, and he's about to go on lunch. She's like, well, i got to give my guy lunch. They have to go on lunch. I'm like, please, please, please. I'm like, Becky, please. Oh, I can't bear to stand another hour with my mom. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> you need to you can't wait for the people that to eat a sandwich? Come on, no, no, I didn't want to sit there for an hour. That was my problem. You I... could sit with your mom for an hour. You're not going to and... sit there. It's five minutes from her house. Go back to her place and hang out with her for a few more hours. <laughs> How? How would, I want to get back to it's her like place. I already took you her for lunch. five minutes. Well, five-minute drive, but like a 45-minute oh walk. Take okay. an Uber. Okay, so Take what happened? Okay, 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 okay. So the end of the story is they take my car right away, and the husband decides to skip his lunch. No, to wait an extra 10 minutes. You are extra. No, 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 I am not. (laughs) And he did the car within 15 minutes. Wow. 
See, us commoners have to wait overnight like I did (laughs) when my got nailed and exploded on the side of the highway. You're lucky that didn't happen. (laughs) And I said to my my mother, I can't drive back with a nail on my tire. She's like, no, you're not going to. So So did they just plug it? Yeah. 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 They took took it out and plugged it in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could have done that myself, but I, I don't trust myself around tires. See, yeah, if you, you really also- were trying, you would have exploded your tire like I did. <laughs> you only kept the kept the nail in it. Mine just decided to just like pop like a balloon. Obliterate. <laughs> well, I've seen the I've seen the way you drive, Angie. I'm not surprised. Oh, whatever. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Everyone gather around the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact, this time about the tooth fairy. Really? All right. I'm I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'm just going to let you know that in Mexico, the tooth fairy is known as the tooth mouse. (laughs) The tooth mouse. Yes. Okay. So they have a mouse that... Correct. ...takes the teeth and delivers the treats? Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. A tooth mouse. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. I thought it was. I mean, yeah. Must have we, a little kangaroo pouch in his belly to keep the teeth. We don't, <laughs> we, don't, away. we don't particularly like to have mice in the house in North America, <laughs> but... More common in Mexico. Two each <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. What are you going to give I, that? I, uh, I, I sense Janelle's going to give that an 8.5. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not. I go give you a six this morning. Okay, a six. Angie? I'll give it a seven. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So if you're new to the show, you text in your score at 10 and give yourself a little creative handle like um, Buzzkill Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's usually uh, not, um, well, a Buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. Kempfill is giving that fact of five this morning right out of the gate. Why? Mm. Uh, tired teacher, weird, and useless with a 10. That's mm. uh, pretty impressive. Uh, Dad's little Finlander. France also has a tooth mouse. Very cute. And giving you an eight this morning. Deepa Cloud would like to know a little bit more about your tooth mouse. Like, what does it do? What does it leave? Mm -hmm. What's the process? You guys know know not to ask any questions. Mm -hmm. I just give the fact. I'm not like Angie and like uh, research it. Well, that's what people are used to after the last week. (laughs) Well, she's giving you a seven for your non-researched fact. (laughs) Early morning kids, and we heard that it flies in on a swan. We give you an 8.5. What? Okay, if that's true. Like, see, that would have gotten you more more <laughs> points from me, Stu. A mouse some, and a swan? Like, that sounds more interesting. You know what? I, I, I've come to the conclusion that Janelle really doesn't like this segment. <laughs> she just wants to be wowed by you. I just yeah. want to have some more interesting details in there. Connie the Moon Care Nurse is giving you a six this morning. Would like to know also the history behind it. Mm-hmm. She's not allowed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My job is to entertain you with the fact. I don't give you the research. That's not my job. <laughs> that is the entertainment, though. The details are in the, in the entertainment. Mom and the dad details. are fighting again. <laughs> uh, the country bumpkins give me a 10 by cusp, but that's a tooth. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Tom from Orleans and the kids from Orleans giving you a 9 for that fact this morning. So you're kind uh, of like up and down. Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you very much for all your high scores. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, following Britney Spears' wedding, which was trending and everybody was talking about that, the wedding crashing of her ex-husband and just all the celebrities that were in attendance. But over the weekend, she started releasing more sort of videos and content about the wedding, got Mm -hmm. to see a little bit more inside, the dance party that ensued afterwards, Uh, this gorgeous balcony they were on with a 
horse and carriage. It was very Cinderella. The flowers. Oh, oh my god! Like every flower in the world showed up for Britney's <laughs> wedding. But her mom surprisingly commented on her social media posts over the weekend, of course, after not receiving an invitation to her daughter's wedding. And she wrote, you look radiant and so happy. Your wedding is the dream wedding and having it at your home makes it sentimental and special. I am so happy for you and I love you. Like, is that just to save face? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as mother of the bride, you got to say something. But I mean, Brittany called out her mom last year, basically saying she was the mastermind behind the conservatorship, Mm -hmm. that her dad wasn't smart enough to come up with that on his own. (laughs) So uh, I don't think they have the best relationship. Anyway, while Brittany did a big thing, Jennifer Hudson did a really big thing last night. She became the youngest EGOT winner in history. At the Tony Awards last night. So what that means is she now has achieved the honor of winning an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony oh. Award. Oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. So, uh, and then I had to like look like what did she win for what? So she had an Oscar for Dreamgirls. She was in that. She's of course gotten Grammys for her musical work. She had a daytime Emmy for uh, an animated film that she produced, and now uh, this Tony Award for the Strange Loop that she produced. So she uh, has EGOT status. So only a handful of other celebrities have this, like Whoopi Goldberg, John Legend, Mel Brooks. Uh, so she said, I guess I'm going to have to get two more dogs because apparently after she won her Oscar, she got a dog and named it Oscar. And then after she won her first Grammy, she got a dog and named it Grammy. Really? <laughs> so now she needs one named <laughs> Tony and Emmy. Uh, anyway, good for her. That is a huge accomplishment. And that's what's trending. Stuntman's do Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Now, typically when you're planning to have guests come over, one of the biggest things that you're thinking about is, what am I going to feed them? What mm-hmm. are we going yeah. to eat? Well, not in every country, as we have come to find out, that apparently um, in one particular country, uh, it's not common to feed your guests. In fact, you go without food in Sweden. <laughs> well, I guess it's the Scandinavian countries, but Sweden, most importantly. And this simple tweet has been blowing people's minds because we didn't know this. And apparently it dates back to like their Norse culture. So, I mean, you're like, why? Like, why wouldn't they feed guests? Well, I guess uh, hospitality, like providing food, drink, lodging, etc., was the duty of higher stat- status individuals towards people of lower status. So the act of receiving hospitality created this sort of obligation or debt on the part of the recipient. Mm -hmm. So it's not something they did. It was like a status thing. So to me, it sounds cheap. (laughs) It sounds like they're cheap. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of modern day, you know, Swedes probably don't follow this practice. But it's funny because a lot of people back this up as fact. Even uh, the hit singer. Zara Larson out of Sweden, who I guess is pretty popular there, was like, yep, that's totally peak Swedish culture. That's how we do. (laughs) Yeah, there's a couple of tweets here um, about somebody who said, yeah, well, I used to live in Sweden for many years, and a friend told me that when he went to go stay with his aunt as a kid, we're talking blood relatives here, she would send the receipts for food and groceries back to his mom when he stayed over for dinner. Like, what? 
And then think about the practice where, like, you as a kid just have your best friend over for, like, you know, the day or a sleepover or whatever. And, like, they wouldn't feed them. So (laughs) she goes, I'm laughing at finding out, you know, that this is how things... She goes, as a kid, like, I just knew that you just went home around dinner time. But this person said that in all the years that they were best friends, like, they never got... A meal at her best friend's house. She's like, maybe I got one cinnamon bun in 20 years that we were friends. <laughs> that is wild. But never had dinner at my best friend's house. And said, in fact, our neighbors had a giant pear tree with thousands of small pears. We took one once and they almost called the police. On us. <laughs> <laughs> that is shocking information. Yeah. How do I not know yeah. this? But I think, like, we forget sometimes that, like, lots of different countries and lots of different cultures operate in different ways than we do here in North America. And because, like, you know, we're a melting pot of immigrants. And I feel like a lot of people maybe left a lot of those things mm-hmm. in their countries that they traveled to and have adopted a different way of life here. Stu, you used to be close to Alfie when you worked for the Sens. Did he ever invite you for dinner? Uh, sadly, no. <laughs> but I did, go to, I did go to Sweden and I ate in fancy hotels and... You know, fast but not in plate. someone's house. But yeah, not in no, somebody's no, place. Well, because yeah. they don't invite you in for dinner. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, they do have food there. Yes, they do have food. But I remember the first time I went to my in-laws, uh, met my in-laws for supper, and I ate, and I ate, and I ate. Italians like to eat. Yeah, oh, well, that's, yeah. that's the pretty common knowledge, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's the opposite. You go to their house, and it's like an insult if you don't eat, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, if like, you're not eating all seven courses that they feed you, it's exactly. like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you maybe learned from other cultures or countries? Maybe it's where you come from, or maybe just a place you travel to and experience. We want to know some other weird, cool facts. Yeah, you know, it's funny. There's these videos around of, like, immigrants coming to Canada and learning weird things about Canadians. And I think the biggest one is, is like, that our milk comes in a bag. Yes. <laughs> like, that's just a big shocker definitely to, weird with that, yeah. to everyone. So we know these things exist in lots of other cultures and countries. Tell us about the the one that surprised you the most. You can give us a call at 750-1100 or text it in at 10-0-30. Move Mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. On today's best variety, Move 100. We're talking about those things that surprised you to learn about a different culture or country coming off the tweet about Sweden, how they don't feed their guests. It's just not customary to have people over and feed them at any point. So uh, we've been asking you what you've learned about different places. And we'll just let you know, you never want to finish a plate of food in Taiwan. And we'll tell you why (laughs) in just a couple of minutes. But yeah, so uh, this is an interesting kind of just like way of life that Eric brought to our attention via text at 10030. The siesta in Salento, Mexico. Everything shuts down, stores, restaurants, businesses, all in the middle of the day because everyone goes home and they uh, only come back to work a few hours later. So if you're ever going there, um, this is uh, popular in Spain as well. Um, In the middle of the day, don't expect to be able to go anywhere because people kind of just shut down. Siesta time. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. I noticed that in Mexico a lot. Like there would be no (laughs) staff around midday and then they would come back around dinner time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of text, I I was shocked when I I saw this one. Uh, They said they were shocked once they went to Europe and that in some places you have to pay to use a public washroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of places. You have to to put in a euro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very common, like, in all parts of the world. 
I like this text that came in. It says, when my husband and I were in Germany, we lived with a lovely elderly German couple. And one weekend I went downstairs and I saw cakes everywhere, several different torts on every kitchen shelf. And she told me it was her 75th birthday and she was making her cakes for the party. Oh my gosh, she's this old and she's making her own cake? I said, you have to make your own cake. Of course, she said. That's what we do here. I was so shocked. (laughs) And luckily there was a lot of cake to go around. (laughs) Unbelievable. This one's perfect. I need to move to Venezuela. It was brought uh, texted into us at 10 30 and they say you don't show up on time in Venezuela. It is considered rude to do so. You are looked down upon because you're too eager, too greedy. It's actually recommended you show up 15 minutes late. <laughs> don't be an eager beaver. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, that is amazing. Okay, so I think we all know that Dubai has some serious money, right? Mm-hmm. Big time, yeah. So, did you know that in Dubai, their police fleet of cars, think about this for a second, includes an Aston Martin, a Bentley, yeah. a Bugatti, oh a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, a Mercedes, and a G-Wagon, amongst other luxury sports cars. Well, it's only it's only wow. normal in Dubai, right? Oh my God. Because everyone's got a nice car. That's crazy. That is wild. I guess yeah. they have to be fast enough to like catch up with everyone else driving around. Yes. Yeah. One of, we'll take one of everything, please. <laughs> all right. So Taiwan has uh, some interesting rules, and it was all brought to our attention from Daniel. What's the deal? My wife and I, Suzanne, we lived in Taiwan for four years teaching English about 20 years back. And what we didn't know is when you go somewhere, restaurant or a friend's, place you never empty your plate you never finish your meal oh. because what you're what you're essentially telling your guest or your host is that you're still hungry so uh. if you clean up if you clean up your plate like we've been taught you're being rude and you're basically asking for more food wow hey, that's very fascinating different. yeah, <laughs> yeah it, and it can get you into trouble because when you finish your beer It'll get filled up again. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Book it a trip. (laughs) Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, 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 congratulations to Canada's, well, Smith's Falls own Brooke Henderson, who won the LG, LB, LPGA Classic yesterday. This is her 11th career pro title. Incredible. Baruch. That was awesome win for her yesterday. And also happening over the weekend, this was uh, live in my house yesterday, the RBC Canadian Open. And once again, Rory McIlroy takes that. He's now two for two in Canada. He's played here twice, won both times. He says he would gladly accept an honorary Canadian citizenship if he wanted to <laughs> offer him one. Uh, so this is like a two-year gap between his wins because of tournament cancellations for COVID. But uh, good job, Rory. And over the weekend, it was uh, announced that Tiger Woods, staying on the golf theme, is now officially a billionaire. Forbes reported it over the weekend that he now has a net worth of more than a billion dollars. Here's the fun fact, though. Only 10% of his wealth comes from golf. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, he's an, he's an endorsement machine. <laughs> of course, yeah. Really? His endorsements, his sponsorships, only 10% wow. of his billion from actually playing golf. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So he joins the club. NBA stars Michael Jordan and LeBron James, also part of that billionaire's club in sports. You think that's enough for him now? Now he's going to be done? <laughs> no. He'll never be, he'll never be done. He's I a know. tiger. He will stay on the prowl forever, as long as his body will hold up, uh, you know, in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> and What's Trending is brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group.
It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who made the cut? Okay, we have this morning on the line with us, uh, Linda and Janice. And I won uh, the Friday before I left for vacation, so... Oh, okay. Did you? Wow, good memory. Okay. All right. Well, then that means, Angie, you'll play first with Linda this morning. Okay. Hi, Linda. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. So we get first choice of categories. We'll tell you what they are, and you decide which one you want to go with, all right? Okay. So Lucretia Supaneka sent in our categories, and they are a specific category to say sorry for putting double words in some categories that she sent last time. I think it was binoculars was in her category twice. Oh, okay. So these are make good categories. They're called makeup or I'm sorry. Hmm. <laughs> so um, makeup is obviously makeup that you put on your face, and just I'm sorry is the other category. Hmm. What do you think? Uh... I think I'll go with I'm sorry. The I'm sorry category. Okay. Here we go. What's the name of the category? You say I'm? Sorry. Yes. And you put your arms around someone and give them a big? Hug. And you say, I hope you can what me? I I did something wrong. I hope you can? Forgive me. Yes. Uh, give them a nice? On the mouth? Give them a? Kiss? Yep. Uh, and you don't like them, you what? Love them. Yes. And you give them a bouquet of? Flowers. Or red or white bottle of? Wine. Yes. That's, that's the category I wanted. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you got makeup. makeup. <laughs> yeah. He has no idea where these things go. <laughs> I, I do. No, All right. No. Uh, I'm playing with Janice. Hello. Uh, Janice? Yes? We're talking makeup. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. These are uh, all the things related to makeup. In three, God help us, in two... One, you put this all over your face. Foundation? No. Uh, the other thing. Liquid makeup? No. Okay. What? What's liquid makeup? Okay. You put this uh, below your nose and you you have different colors? No. Okay. Uh, you put this, um, use a, a blank ball. What kind of ball would you use? Oh, God. Okay. We have, uh, this category is uh, terrible. <laughs> You are um, terrible. <laughs> how would I know oh makeup? Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Can I just play a practice round with Janice? Just yes. to see what happens? Just to see. Okay. With Janice or Linda? No, with Janice. Janice. Okay. No, Janice. Okay, I, want, okay. I want to try this category. Okay, here we go. Janice, you put this on your lashes. Mascara. You put oh. this on your mouth. Lipstick. Yes. Uh, you put, like, Nivea, what, all over your face? Green. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, uh, yes, we get it. Blush, You're better than me. Blush we get is it. wet texture. It's uh, not a liquid, but a... Uh, powder. Yeah. <laughs> See, blah, blah, blah. You could go from there. <laughs> it's just because so you don't know fun. makeup. Yeah, I don't know makeup. Makeup, honey. It's okay. Not my fault. I'm normally much better than that. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Sorry, Janice. That's okay. Thank you. Play again. Bye. <laughs> oh, congratulations, Linda. You apparently chose the right category in Sabotage Stew. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. Play again, please. <laughs> Tell her what she's won. You're up to the movies. We've got a pair of passes and treats for two to Landmark Cinemas. So enjoy that. Uh, LandmarkCinemas.com for your tickets and showtimes. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle.
I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Let this be a little PSA to you all. If you're posting to Facebook Marketplace, maybe eBay, maybe Kijiji, edit, review, Look at and (laughs) examine every inch of your post before you post it up online. One woman is finding that out the hard way. Yeah. So she was just trying to sell a simple air fryer. And you would think that's a pretty easy one. You just snap a couple quick photos on your countertop, the inside, outside, do your little blurb. Bob's your uncle. Everyone wants one of these things right now. So it should be pretty easy to sell. Um. She then got inundated with messages and with Facebook friend requests because an extra photo slipped in there. Yeah. (laughs) What would that extra photo be of? So as she's posting all aspects of the air fryer, she was horrified to realize she mistakenly posted a full-length naked mirror selfie as the fifth image in her listing. Just uploaded it by accident with all the other photos. How does that go unnoticed? Like, how do you post that and you don't notice that? Well, I think she just, you know, you know, when you go through your photo album and you click, 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 put an arrow on a bunch of photos and then like maybe upload them all at once. Well, one got in there by accident. Yeah, I mean, those touchscreens, they're sensitive. You might hover over top and it might select that accidentally. So the whole reason she actually had that photo in her camera roll is it was for her own use. It was uh, for her before photo. She's trying to document her weight loss journey for her own self, but mistakenly uploaded that in her series of photos of the air fryer. Did she sell the air fryer? No! And that's the sad part. So she's just checking her listing at first, you know, after the first 24 hours, only had a couple of views, not too many people interested, and then the next day when she checked it on her lunch break, she had, like, all those friend requests and all those messages, and that's when she realized from some of the comments what happened. But she's like... Oh, my God. She's like, I was in total panic mode. I have a friend who did something similar to this. She was actually trying to sell a mirror on Facebook Marketplace. Uh Uh-oh. But didn't realize the angle in which she took the photo of the mirror had the reflection of her. And she's somebody who just, like, is more comfortable not wearing a whole lot of clothes at home. (laughs) She was taking the photo. She either was in her bra and underwear or was actually just like naked in the photo in the reflection. (laughs) And then she was trying to sell this mirror. And I think she thankfully noticed quite quickly. But Oh, she didn't have to have it pointed out to her. She was the one. Yeah, I think (laughs) she noticed it, but it did get posted up on the Internet for some period of time. Yeah, Man. I mean, you really got to be careful with this kind of stuff. You do. I mean, like, all, all, like marketplace is like a fun place to go because there's always mistakes. Yeah, and it's always fun to go through the comments. It doesn't matter what somebody's selling. Everyone's got their opinion on something. Mm-hmm. There's always a typo. Yeah. There's always like someone willing to offer you two dollars for something. Yeah. Like well, it's well, it's the oh. angles of photos that people take of these things. Sometimes, like the lighting is horrible. You can't really tell what. It yeah. Is. Like, like, is your carpet blue or is it brown? <laughs> I can't even tell. When I was what? selling my mom's tires i was four tires for sale i was getting messages can i only get one what am i going to do with the other three this woman is upset because she probably could have sold that air fryer pretty quickly but she took the entire post down and is now just like out in hiding <laughs> That's super creepy. It is creepy music. (laughs) (laughs) That, uh, for those of you who know, you know, is the title or the, I guess the, what is it, the 
Help Opening me credits. The Thank you. The theme song yeah. for Squid Game, which, of course, was a massive hit on Netflix and has now been offici- officially greenlit. I mean, there was kind of no surprise there uh, for a season two. But the creator of the series said they're focusing this time around how to make it even more joyful for the global <laughs> audience. Joyful. Okay. Was it, was it a joyful show? No, not in the slightest. Is it people killing people yeah, and stuff? Yeah, yeah, okay. it is. It's a game where everyone goes in to have the last man standing, essentially. I did okay. like a Hunger Games type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize this. It took 12 years to bring the first season of Squid Games to the Netflix. Wow. 12 years. What? It was in creation. Holy. But he said it, but it took 12 days for it to become the most popular Netflix series ever. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I still haven't watched it. Neither I keep have thinking I. it's not going to be for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the exact same way, Angie. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Like as murderous as it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was very interesting. Like the concept was interesting, and it, it kept me wanting to watch the next episode. Well, what's going to happen in the next one? So clearly, the most watched series ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it better get on board before season two. So this was shocking over the weekend, and it's outright miraculous that it turned out the way that it did. But a concert goer attending a Harry Styles show over the weekend fell from the top tier of the stadium. Down to the audience below in Scotland. So the man fell from the third floor club deck down below into the audience, landing on other people in the crowd. What? Was he drunk? They all lived to tell this tale. Unbelievable. They say no suspicious circumstances. So, I mean, he wasn't pushed or anything, so maybe drunk, but um, he got some medical attention. But other than that, like... How he didn't crush the people below or how he didn't die falling is like, I don't even get it. We all know what it feels like to be up in the 300 section. Like, you are high up there. Yeah. think about, like, you just, like, dancing down below and, like, a human falls on you. Like, what? There were over 50,000 fans at that show in the stadium over the weekend. That is very, Mm. very lucky. And that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. I never get tired of a reunion story, and this one is pretty spectacular. So after a lifetime, literally, of searching and heartache, war veteran Dwayne Mann finally reunited with his lost love, Peggy, all thanks to a Vancouver researcher named Teresa Wong. So Dwayne, who is now 91, posted on Facebook last month asking for the public's help to uh, find Peggy. And he detailed the relationship he had with her almost 70 years ago. So the two of them fell in love when Dwayne was stationed in Japan back in 53. And he was called back home a few years later. He and Peggy had made plans to get married. They wrote letters to one another. But apparently Dwayne's mother burned the letters because she didn't want him to marry a Japanese woman. So the two eventually went on in life, married other people, raised their own families. But he still yearned for that closure. He said, you know, she must have thought I abandoned her and that broke his heart all these years. So uh, the post, of course, on Facebook captured the hearts of people around the world and eventually caught the eye of Teresa in Vancouver, who was the one who ultimately found Peggy. But Teresa is a researcher by trade for the History Channel, no less, oh. and just wanted to get in on this. So she was really moved by the story. She just remember one night at like 1 a.m. bursting into her roommate's room. I think I found Peggy. So just miraculously found her name from an article newspaper back from Japan in like 1957. So she passed whatever she found to the journalist who had been covering this veteran story, and it proved to be useful because they 
finally uh, tracked her down, and he actually got a chance to be reunited <gasps> with Peggy no. recently. What's really cool, and that's always how these stories go, is that they turns out they were living just a few states apart all these years. So he was wow. living in Iowa, she was living in Michigan, and one of her three sons, she gave the middle name Dwayne to. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, he says, you know, seeing her was really something, and it was something, you know, just my whole life was compelling me to do. So he traveled with his son to go meet her, and um, his son has said it breathed like an extra 12 years of life into my dad. He's acting like a young kid again, wow. and just all of this. And um, so they haven't said whether they're going to reunite romantically for now they're just focused on the fact that they got to reunite at all right um so Dwayne's though advice for anyone else out there is he said if you are love in you know in love and you're young hang on to that he said you never know when your life is going to turn a corner and how it might change he said it happened to me and I hope it doesn't happen to many other people because you miss out on so much but I know such a good story. It was so cute. I saw yeah. the the story on CTV, just the two of them hugging. And he showed her in his wallet the photos he had of her that he has kept in his wallet for 70 years. No. And every time he got a new wallet, he transferred them to the new wallet. Oh. And she so she looked at it. She goes, wow, you really loved me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story. And all the feels on Move 100.